listening to the Cook and Bartender Podcast with hosts Adam and Tiny, talking everything you want to know about the hospitality industry. And now on with our show. Hey everybody, welcome back to Cook and Bartender. Another episode here. Thank you for listening. Love your community. How you doing, Tiny? I am doing great today. Cool. What do you want to talk about today? What are we doing? You know, I want to shoot this one off my hip. This might be a little bit different. But as long as you just go ahead and clean in your restaurant at the end of the summer season, I'm about ready to do my restaurant here. I'm making a list, checking it twice. Let's talk about cleaning. That's a weird topic. But it's so important in the business. We have your daily cleaning and your weekly cleaning, but there's nothing like the end of the season cleaning. End of the season cleaning. So it's something I mean, that you dread, but it's at the end of it, you feel so good. About you know, it's like you walk in there like, all right, you have this, you have that, you do this. And you start working in one day and get done that day, you look around, you're like... I don't think we're going to be able to get this place back together. This place is destroyed. And you only did a little bit, but it's destroyed. You get back the next day, and you're like looking around, you're like, well, we didn't do very much, but we did a lot. You know, and so you're checking stuff off your box. And the third day, you're like, well, we should be able to get it done today, hopefully. And by the end of the day, you look around, you're like, everything's back in place. Everything's spotless. You know, because you just pull and rip everything apart. You clean every part. Every inch is clean, waxed, whatever you have to do to it. And you're like, wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's crazy because you go so hard. In a seasonal community, especially, you know, you just get your ass kicked over and over and over. And you and you clean every night. You clean every morning. You clean to your shift. Yep. But then when you shut down and there's no customers and you lock the doors, you look around and you're like, this is just wrecked. Yep. And you're like literally thinking in your head, this is going to be a three-week project. There's you, no yep. way we can do this. You're like, uh, we have four days to do this. I worked in one restaurant and, and we had 10 cooks on average. We had the basement downstairs storage, one walk-in. One freezer walk-in. I don't know how many, you know, day storage things we use for on the lines and the equipment. And all of a sudden, you're like, okay, we do it. And we always did, like, a few things, like, the week before we started closing down. Clean clean the wall, clean this, or do that. And then the first day in, we just destroy it, pull the whole equipment out. And if you've been there long enough, you had your certain job that you did every year. So you know how to do it and get it done quickly. But it took four days to clean that kitchen. And the way the second or third day, you're like looking around, and you're, I, you're just nasty. Especially if you're, you know, like, we're in the line, get all the grease stuff, and you you're like, wonder what this piece of do- hot dog fell down. I swear to God, I sweep this floor every day, or I, you know, I wipe underneath this jar grill every day. How old is this? Album? How old is How this, this album thing? Has to be a year old. Yeah, I mean, where did it come from? <laughs> hot dogs haven't even been on the menu, <laughs> <laughs> right? We don't even carry hot dogs. Where did it like, come from? Maybe this wasn't a hot dog. What, what is? You know? <laughs> Here, Joey, you want to try this? That's delicious. <laughs> Here, eat it. Put it on your bloody mary. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's very true. The amazing things you find when you really like tear it out, pull the equipment out, you know, you pull the grill out behind it and, the, you know, you take the drawers out, what's under the drawers, you know, you clean the drawers every day, but then you get underneath them and you're like, wow, where, what is that, first of all? Is it alive? Uh, why is it furry? <laughs> Do I need a hazard suit to pick it up? <laughs> yeah, it's just, you're like, how did that even get down there? But it's amazing the amount of work goes into it, you know, the amount of bleach, the amount of cleaning. You know, by day three of, of, of seasonal shutdown cleaning, my hands are bleeding, my, my fingers are cracked open from, you're just constantly in bleach, you're sanitizing every inch of the restaurant. And you go home and you try to type a text message and it just hurts from touching your phone, you can't do anything. You get in the shower and it just burns and you just smell like bleach, you're dizzy when you get home, you feel sick. You don't have no fingerprints. You right? try to pick up a glass of water. Like, I'm just all there's a new glass of water. You're like, slips out and goes, boing, doing, doing, doing. You're like, you're like, oh, wait a minute. I could rob a bank. There's no fingerprints left. <laughs> all that nasty chemicals I've used. Chemical burned off, yep. And we try not to use the hard stuff, but polish clean. you got to use some really nasty, hard 
Yeah, you can't use the, uh, you know, lemon-scented organic stuff that's on the foo-foo shelf at the no. store. I mean, you've got to get into the bleach and the industrial chemicals. And they do. They, they, they'll they wear your skin right out. And then it gets like on your arms and legs, and you shower three times, and you mm-hmm. still smell like bleach or whatever it is. Industrial. Industrial, cleaner, yeah. You know, it's crazy. It's not fun, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a lot of work that goes in it. I mean, it's a lot of work that goes into daily maintenance of a restaurant. You could see restaurants that don't put the work in daily. When you walk in, you can tell by the front of the house that God knows what the back of the house looks like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yep. you could, then you don't want to eat there, and then you could recognize a restaurant that does maintain it, and you're like, all right, cool, this is a cute little it's, place. It's a lot of work to maintain a restaurant. To health codes, I mean, they're strict. But if you do it every day or every time you do something, you it's easy. But you're cleaning almost ninety percent of your shift. You're cleaning something. Right, even if you're just, yeah, in the bar, you're cleaning the glasses there. You clean the glasses, you clean where you put the glasses, you, you're cleaning the knife that you cut, your olives, olive, olives? Why did you cut out olives? Why did they pick olives? How about we salary cut, We cut olives. Do you? Yeah, we have an olive burger. Oh, that's right. Sliced olives on them. Well, I take that back then. <laughs> so then we do slice olives. That, that, I'll take that back, sorry, my bad. I think a lot of people don't realize that they haven't worked in the kitchen either, you know, like, when you're cooking and you're in a commercial kitchen, I mean, grease is just in the air. It's getting on everything. So when you go to deep clean a kitchen, it's not like cleaning your home oven. You know, you're going to get a little Lysol. You're going to clean your counters and, you know, hit the burners and mm-hmm. do that. I mean, it's every handle is covered in grease, you know. The wall's covered in grease. It just floats the clock in the air. on the wall the is clock. white, is yellow now from you're the grease. Right. You know, like the amount of work that goes into it and the fine tooth. I mean, there's spots you got to get in there literally with a Q-tip and, like, get behind the... the handle of what at the dish yep. machine you know i always have the five-way paint scraper yeah you got a sharp edge a needlepoint edge a round edge sucker works great yep and then you get into like grill like our little place has that little grill and then we have that old school hood yep it's not a big like super industrial commercial hood but that you know we do five thousand burgers in the summer off that and it's just blowing through that one tube you get in there at the end of the season i just put this big rubber glove on and i just go in and i just pull out like softball clumps of grease and just it looks like like dog poo piles <laughs> you just yep. throw like half the garbage cans full of nastiness oh yeah i worked at a restaurant and we had a char grill and we went through 15 to twenty thousand burgers a summer and our hoods, because we had to get our hoods cleaned twice a year, professionally cleaned, you know, because we couldn't do it at all. Man, the grease would come down. I'm like, ugh. And you don't, you see the smoke, but then the smoke hits the hood, turns into grease, grease runs down, and then you have to empty out this grease trap every, like, once a week or so. Summertime is about three times a week. But then up in the fans, the blades, it's amazing. It's yeah. crazy. It's intense. It's, and it's disgusting. It is. It's very disgusting. Yeah. I actually took a video of them cleaning it. Right? And they first, they spray down this special chemical, and then uh, they take this power hose with super hot water, and it... And all of a sudden, this brown stuff comes out. It looks like something from the swamp thing comes running out. The <laughs> Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes. Yeah, so you're like, no. <laughs> How did that happen? I clean my hoods every week. How can that get up there? Right. The mystery. Yeah. And then deep fryers. I mean, they're... Oh, yeah. The season when you pull those out and actually like scrape the sides and the back of it, you know, you do your daily cleaning of the oil on the inside, but shut down and do that deep clean on it. I mean, that's... That's hours and hours and hours. Yeah, and it's not supposed to be only oil in, in below, like by the burners and stuff, but somehow a reason, I don't know what it is, there's always a little bit of oil down there, and you're like, going, how did this get here? It's, it's not even, it's on that whole other, other end of the life spectrum here. Yep. But now I gotta clean that. And even deep cleaning at, like, our place, you know, like, we have the kitchen equipment, and we have the bar, and we deep clean that, but then we have, like, the POS, and like, where our menu's sitting, you know, 
yep. the window is, and you're like, oh, that's going to be a quick little Lysol spray. And then you like pick up the POS system and look underneath it, and you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> How did that get underneath the register? <laughs> Do you need to call an archaeologist to see what it is? <laughs> is that a drink ship or is that a piece of food? Call an Indiana Jones. Call an Indiana Jones. We need your help. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> right? It's so funny. And then everything out of the walls out in the dining room gets pulled down and scrubbed and washed and put back up or reorganized somehow. And yeah, you got to wipe down all the pictures. I mean, if you look walls. up here, we all have fish mounts up here. You know, you got to clean those. You got, you know, the musky has got grease hanging off his teeth because it's just in the air for a season. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it really is amazing how much grease comes off of food onto you. I mean, I get home at night sometimes I'm going, oh. Man, I had way too much bacon today on the grill. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I mean, I permanently smell like an onion because we <laughs> just fry onions all day. Yeah. yeah. I worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken. My mom hated it. Come home and clothes just smell like Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> She's like, you stink. Go take a shower. I think the reason I'm single is because I smell like an onion all day. <laughs> can't do anything about it. <laughs> Greasy onions. I wonder what I smell like. I want to smell myself later. You probably smell like bacon. Probably. <laughs> Here, piggy, piggy, piggy. Here, piggy, piggy. But yeah, so much goes into it, and even like the daily maintenance, it's really crazy, you know. I close down the bar at night, and it's not like, you know, I have a lot of guests, I'm like, hey, all right, guys, I'm closing up. And they're like, hey, well, come to our cabin, have a beer with us, and I'm like, you understand, there's another hour and a half left of cleaning, you yeah. know, even the cleaning of the daily cleaning of the bathrooms two, three times a day, or, you know, morning and night, like, it has to be done at the end of a shift, like, the cook doesn't just turn his oven off and go home, you know. Gotta put the food away, then yeah. you can change out containers, you gotta clean where the food was at, you gotta clean that area up the cupboards whatever you touch has to be clean yeah rain yeah. mill service the spices whatever you threw on the ground somehow yeah if every falls. container if your mushrooms are empty you don't just pour a can of mushrooms into the dirty container you got to clean it or get a new one and it's just a never-ending cycle of cleaning yep That's, it really is as much as we cook and we'd make drinks like we i think more we're cleaners with cooking on the side i think that's the one thing that i hate is cleaning i mean i have to do it but I worked at this one place, and it was actually three weeks of my favorite life until I got yelled at because it was against going against rules. <laughs> we had night cleaners. So all we had to do is put the food away and we'll walk out the kitchen. And sometimes we had to clean our own table or our work table. But usually the night cleaners would come in, get out, get out, you move. I'll take care of this. So I'm like, cool, done deal. But then I was working room service, nighttime room service. So night cleaners would come in, I'd be packing the food away, and I'd have everything put away. And going to wipe down on my counter, my guy would come on, hey, man, I'll do that. I said, cool. Why? I don't know. I'll just help you out. All right. Then I felt bad for a couple of days. So I'm like, hey, you want a little steak here? Want me to cook it off for you? So like, yeah, that'd be cool. Because he was working hard. I'm like, I felt bad. Well, then somebody found out he was getting a hamburger or a steak you know, once in a while. And then, of course, then I got in trouble. You're not supposed to do that. If we ever see you do that again, I'm like, well, who's helping me out? Well, he's not supposed to do that. Do your own damn job. I'm like, <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, just a little leeway there. Uh, bad tiny. Bad tiny. I was using corporate food to feed corporate people. <laughs> I was just trying to make them happy, that's all. But that was the best when we had night cleaners. Just clean up your countertops. You don't have to worry about the floors or hoods. It's just like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I wish I had one of those. It's a night, night cleaner. Yeah. Let's talk about cleaning. Like, you, your cafe here, your diner here. You, oh. You're here running a solo mission, you know, it's mm-hmm. you and, you know, part-time servers here and there, depending on the season. Yep. But what about, like, outside of your building, even, you know, keeping it? Oh, outside of the building, you know, I mean, I, I hired a move the yard and stuff like that, but, like, I have to go and water the flowers. and you got to wash the windows. Wash the windows, wash the door, the door handles. 
wash the building, power wash the building once a year, twice a year. So. Right. We'll blow the leaves off and blow the fall. leaves. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into keeping the appearance of the exterior of a restaurant. Yeah. So people want to stop and say, ooh, that's a cute little dining That's room. a clean restaurant, not a greasy spoon. Oh, yeah. We're seasonal. We're a, we're a Lakeview resort, so people want that window to be clean. That's, they come there to stare out the window and drink their Bloody Mary. You know, yeah. Best view on the flowage, you know. It is the best float. Well, yeah, I mean, we have, a, we have a grounds crew where we work, and, and then we have housekeeping crew. Like, they all chip in to keep the resort and the exterior of the bar and all that. I mean, the hours that go into cleaning any restaurant or establishment are just phenomenal. I don't think a lot of people that have never been in a restaurant probably never know what it takes or yeah. what it is. Right. People that have been in restaurants can tell you. And the, the wait staff has, like, a two-page list of what they had to get done every night and clean this, clean that, and... People always tell me, you know, guests, you know, it's busy and then it slows down. I might have three or four people at the bar and I never stop moving, cleaning and stocking and rotating and doing all these things. And I say, there's nobody here. Why are you, why do you not stop moving? Because there's always something to do. Yep. Most of it is sanitizing and cleaning, you know. Blind. If you're standing, if you have time to lean, you got time to clean. <laughs> clean something. That's an old one. I've heard that ever since I started working in the kitchen. That is an old one. So you always have to move. You're always, and there's always something to do besides stocking, but there's always something to clean or maybe start cleaning up for the end of the night, do a little extra work. Even if you think it's spotless, you pop that, lift that microwave up, and you're going to find something. Yep. I worked with a short stint with this guy that worked with Charlie Trotters, and uh, Charlie Trotter would, would leave, and he'd lay down on the floor and look up. Under everything. And then if something was not clean underneath, or was supposed to be clean, you'd call everybody back in and we'd clean the whole kitchen again. I was like, whoa. I said, <laughs> did it happen very much? No, but it did happen. And when it did, I bet it woke people up. Oh, yeah. Nice. you just lay on the floor and look up. I'm like, really? <laughs> Charlie Trotter did that? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, no way. That's cool. Horrible, but cool. That's funny. I would have been, oh, man. Gotta go back. Gotta clean. <laughs> so, you know, he had tons of people coming. He had a person mop and sweep the floor four times a day. Yeah. Wow. That's what the job was, is just to mop the floor to make sure it's clean. Right on. But you see it when you walk in, everything's shining. Yep. You know. And usually the poor dishwashers have to do a lot of cleaning, too. That's part of the suckage job of that. Right. Cleaning. Yep. Hey, can I clean out the stock pot today? Uh... And then you shut down, though. Like, we'll shut down. We just worked our butts off. Deep cleaning this place. And I'm like, oh, this is so spotless. You know, you can eat off any surface. Everything's sanitary. But then it sits for two months. And all that dust collects. Yep. Then you have to re-clean a little bit. It's not that. It's not as bad. It's not as intense because you're not cleaning the grease off and all that. But you still have to go back in to reopen every surface. And every bottle and cup, ketchup bottle has to be wiped down again because it's just been sitting. Yep. Just sitting there. And that's another two-day process, at least, you know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Oh, a restaurant or place sits there a couple of months. Then you have to go back and re-clean. Yep. I know. Every once in a while when it's sitting there, you know, there's a little mouse friend that comes in and makes himself (laughs) at home, especially (laughs) going into the winter. They like to get warm. I don't know how they get in. It's amazing how mice can get in. I don't know. We had a snake in our place last year. What? It was living in the basement. No, thanks. Yep. Nobody wanted to get it out. Finally, our owner went in and she got it. Balled up. She did. (laughs) Bam. All of us were just like, we're just not going to go to the basement. We have no liquor because that's where we keep it. Nice. (laughs) We're out of everything because there's a snake down there. And cleaning, I worked on a river, a riverboat. And of course, when you're looking at a riverboat, you're not on any state. You're under FDA regulations. So you get FDA people come in there and their white coats and their white hats and their gloves and everything. And we had this lady, I'm not going to mention no names. She was amazing. I don't, she had eyes of a hawk. So you always know within a certain time range when they're going to show up because they always show up once a year. So within that first month of that one year, before you get to New Orleans or Memphis or St. Louis, because they didn't show up in any of any, those big cities, they'll show up. You deep clean everything. So every week you're deep cleaning. You make sure everything's clean, you know, through the whole week. We'd clean everything. We'd take everything off the shelf even from the night before. Clean everything. Put it back on the shelf and, like, inspect everything. And I was walking with her one time, and she's like, there's an onion on that container, and there's a piece of lettuce on that container. It was on the clean shelf. I'm going, 
where? And she's like 10 feet away. And I walked over to her and I'm like, oh my God, how the hell did she see that? How the hell do we miss that? But how the hell did she see it? That's the other <laughs> small thing. piece of lettuce. Yeah, it. just, I mean, it was about the size of a pin top. And I'm like, wow. It was amazing. That teaches you how to clean them, especially when the FDA. And they don't, they're, they have such high standards that you have to be super uber clean. Yeah. Which is different than different areas you work at when you have your local food inspector yep. come in. Some some are some white, are really white, good. Some white, are white gloving it yep. and rubbing their finger on every shelf, and some are like, eh. So like, okay, you pass here, sign this. Yeah, no, your sanitizer tested good, bro. And the one thing about this, the I don't know, this is we're going on a circle here. But the, the food inspectors, all that people get really upset or not upset, nervous. They're like, oh my god, the food inspector here, yeah. Uh, uh. But as long as you do your job through the week or through the year, you never have to worry that hard. Yeah. But you got to also remember that it's his job or her job to find something wrong. And they will find something wrong. Nobody's ever perfect. Yeah. They have to put something on the reports, too. Yeah, they can't know. say, he passed with flying colors. Because nope, like, no, there's no place that's perfect. No. Nope. I don't sweat it when they come to our place because we do a pretty good job of cleaning and we do it regularly. And we know kind of that time frame mm-hmm. is coming. But we don't have to go like above and beyond and like deep scrub the place like we're closing down to get nope. ready for them. It's just like, okay, our thermometer is tuned up, you know, make sure our sanitizer levels, but that we have been using the right, you know, in the bar sink and whatnot. Other than that, it's normal. It's normal. It's just you just keep on doing your normal job. And yeah, and I think if you're a good restaurant that does do the right things, nope. you don't have to sweat. One of my worst nightmares came true one time i was managing this restaurant and i went down to work and i was got there on 10 30 11 o'clock i got this time i got there at 11 o'clock i walk in and the cook's like hey the freezer went down i'm like what did you try to plug it plug it back in because that might sometimes it whatever has a little brain freeze it kicks in <laughs> nope we did that i said did you see if it's fro- froze up yep so we look at that nope it's not froze up I'm like well, all right. I'll call it. Then pretty soon the cook comes over. Hey, we got water downstairs because we had a sump pump because it was so low to the water table, and that sump pump stopped. I mean, it was just water from the ground. It wasn't water from sewer. And he's like, "There's water downstairs." I'm like, "Oh crap!" So I go downstairs and I wiggle the, the pump, and of course the pump decided not to work. But you know, the food's on the other side of the, the room. And it's all you know, six feet, six inches over, so it's not getting that tall. It's just you know, water on the ground. So I walk upstairs and I look up. I'm like two steps up. I look up. And there she is with her board. Hi, how you doing? I'm like, well, I want to tell you I'm having a great day, but I really am not. She's like, why? I said, well, I got water downstairs. This is the pump, but I called the pump. He's coming. My freezer right here, we got to get out because it died. We're moving it all over here and more downstairs. And she's like, oh, and I'm like, just go ahead. I, I got things to do. <laughs> just do your job. <laughs> she's like, okay. And of course, it was the 4th of July weekend or somewhere around the 4th of July weekend. And I'm like, going, why did you pick today? I'm over it. That's what they do. They want to surprise you. Yep. And they like to surprise you. I think some of them like like it when you get all nervous, but I've had it done so many times, especially with FDA and we also had Coast Guard on the boat. No, they were more on the cleanliness of the grease side of life. No fires. Not really about the cleanliness, the food storage area, cleanliness of the grease and ovens and stuff like that, mechanical stuff. Right. But so when they walk in, I smile, hey, how you doing? What's going on? And they'll be like freaking. I'm like, eh. Do your job. See you later. If you need it, I'll be here. I don't. Yeah. But if you know, you can also, I probably shouldn't say this, but if you watch them or whatever, sometimes you can like bypass around something or you get their attention so they don't see something that you know is wrong. Distract them. <laughs> Distract them. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, crap. Oh, he's going towards this. I, yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, I got a question over here. Yeah. What should this is yeah, correct? Yeah. Is this, <laughs> what do we do about this? Is this the right paint on this shelf? <laughs> yep. I'm not going to point over there. Hey, get over there fix this. <laughs> Timmy, go clean it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good strategy. I learned that from one of my chefs. That's funny. Yep. His his uh, slogan was, "If you see a suit, go and start talking to him and walk him to the other side of the kitchen out the door." (laughs) So he never had to talk to him. They don't because I don't want them to know what we do down here. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) They don't need to know what we do. We just do our job. That's funny. 
But yeah, so there's so much goes into it. Anytime you walk into a restaurant and you see like, ooh, place looks nice, you know, appreciate the work that goes into it because we work our asses off cleaning. No, it's always cleaning. Yeah. Somehow, some way. Hell, I even cleaned out my steps this morning. Mm-hmm. Got on my blower and blow out the sand off my steps because, you know, it's that time of year and people mud, sand. It's mud season, yep. I think cool. I want to go out and do more, but that's kind of fun. Well, have some more of that French toast beer. And oh, yeah, hey. That'll motivate you. I'm drinking uh, French toast beer from Rock County Brewing Company. Man, it, I've never had a beer that tastes like French toast. I thought it ha- I, I thought it would have a mild flavor. In mild flavor, but this is just like, like French toast. Yep, it can taste like the cinnamon and not really the maple syrup, but all everything else. A little vanilla in there. Yeah, a little vanilla and stuff. Yeah, it's so good. Twelve point five percent too. <laughs> <laughs> have fun blowing your steps after that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. If you don't hear from Tiny, he fell off the steps. Yep, I'd be like singing. Ha, la, 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 la. <laughs> What's wrong with Tiny? He drink a beer. <laughs> French toast. Guy French toast. Too much French toast for that guy. All right. Well, so, yeah. So, I mean, I don't say you should appreciate workers in the restaurant that clean, but it is nice to have a clean restaurant. Appreciate what goes into it. Appreciate when you see a plate. It does look nice. Yep. Because we all had those places we walked in and we're like, oh, I'm not eating here. Yep. Yeah. That goes into it. And, uh, and the funny story about, ooh, I don't eat here. And so, then all there's people that come here, like the dish machine man comes here, or the people that clean the hoods. And then if you start talking with them, they'll tell you, like, you know, this restaurant down the road here, oh, that restaurant, I want to go either. I probably wouldn't have always you. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to know anymore, but thanks for the knowledge, buddy. Inside skinny. I yep. learned not to do that. And, they, and they're the ones that would know. They, yeah, they know. If the hood guy says don't eat at a place, then don't eat at a place. Don't eat there. <laughs> Everyone should get to know their local hood cleaner. <laughs> hood cleaner. <laughs> you'll, you'll get the dishwasher guy, yeah. yeah. And it's funny. He's like, don't tell anybody. I said, I won't. Of course, now I'm telling all the secrets. Yep, now, now the hood people are guys going to be like, you son of a bitch. You just get in trouble a lot, don't you? I do. Yeah. I just put open my mouth and shit flows out. Yeah, when I leave here, you lock your doors and I pull down the gate. All the cars roll up, it's all the hood guys and the dishwasher guys yeah. looking for you. Is he here? I heard his podcast. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> I could edit that out, actually. Well. No, I'm not going to. Yeah, we don't do that. Nope. So, oh, yeah, wow. that's the life of cleaning in a restaurant. That's a nice little quick topic. Yeah, yeah. just a little quickie. And then uh, Adam's going on vacation, or is on vacation. Right. Time this comes out. Yeah, I don't be on vacation. As soon as this podcast is over, I'm officially on vacation. He's out of town. I'm, I'm off of work at the restaurant, but then this is kind of a side job. Yep. Boss, can I have some time off? You can have as much time off as you want. <laughs> All right. Thanks, boss. As long as you call in and we're going to have a full bunny episode. All right. I'll try. I, I freestyle <laughs> my vacations, but you know, I, I get into a lot of mischief, so you never know what the call is going to be. As long as it's not 2 o'clock in the afternoon and you're on the ground going, hey. That might happen. I don't. That takes a lot to get me on the ground, though. You never know. I might just throw out the phone and say, "Hey, I got a bartender here, and wherever I'm at, yeah. that I'm sitting here, and I'm, let's interview him." Do it or her. You know, I think that'd be great. Yeah, random bartenders. Random bartender talk. Yeah, I like this idea. We'll talk about this out- offline. All right, sounds good. Well, well, we said well together. <laughs> kind of hurt my ears. So I think that's all. Another another little short one, but yeah, this one's kind of freestyle. I like freestyle and shit. Freestyle's fun. Yep. And once again, thanks for tuning in. Anyone that's following that's still following after these many episodes, and you we know appreciate what? it. There was not one bad mom joke in the whole episode. That's right. And you know my last episode we recorded? I didn't say the F word once. No? That's why I didn't, didn't feel the, it. The, yeah. Wow. I brought a few extras in this one, though, to make up. Fuck me right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you're all over 65. All right, everyone. We'll have a wonderful week. and Enjoy. We'll, yeah, I'll let you know how my uh, full bunny experience goes. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends. If you have any comments, you can email us at cookingbartender.com. I should really make an exit saying blah, 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 blah. So we'd have to say this every time. We so, Gmail, cookingbartender at gmail.com, cookingbartender on Facebook. And then cookingbartender, cook, 
cook bartender on Instagram. Yep, follow, like, thumbs up, thumbs yep. down, whatever, it doesn't matter. Spread the word, spread us, yep. so we can be famous in our own little world. Well, tuning out from the world headquarters. Tuning out from the world headquarters of Cook and Bartender. We've made it across overseas, we didn't ever mention that. Yeah, we uh, we made it into nine countries now. Alright, world headquarters. Unbelievable. Wow. I wonder what they're saying. This guy's weird. I don't know who listen to him. Spread the word. Don't listen to him. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you all later. Have fun. Have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>